Hello guys, welcome back to the Expansion of the Kingdom Ministries. So I just really want to jump into this word. I was trying to go to bed early so I, I could wake up early, but the Lord placed this on my heart um, to study chapter um, 66 of Isaiah. And so as I was reading, he brought me to... Um, it is 66, 5 through 11. And the subject is the Lord vindicates Zion. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word. Your brethren who hated you, who cast you out for my name's sake, said, Let the Lord be glorified that we may see your joy, but they shall be ashamed. The sound of noise from the city, a voice from the temple, the voice of the Lord who fully repays his en enemies. And this is where I'm getting most of, well, pretty much all of the revelation that the Lord gave me. And then it goes to seven. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord? Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God? Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with her, all you who love her rejoice for joy with her all you who mourn for her that you may feed and be satisfied with consolation of her bosom that you may drink deeply and be delighted with the abundance of her glory and so i was thinking you know what is zion like you're referring to zion as her and then I heard the Lord say to me that Zion equals your purpose. And then it all started to kind of come together after I, I figured out that Zion is a representation of your purpose, our purpose, my purpose. And so I just want to go back to the beginning of seven. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? And so right there, this is kind of like a sarcasm. It's, it's not literally saying that before she was in labor that she gave birth and before her pain came, she delivered a male child. What he's saying is, who has heard such a thing that no one has ever heard of someone giving birth and then being in labor and then having pain, pain come? It's like there's a certain structure and a certain season and a certain time that a woman has to go through when she's giving birth. First, she, you know, she sexually conceives 
and then the baby goes through a nine-month process and in those nine months there's processes within that and I've never been pregnant but you know a lot of women have pregnancy apps where it will say oh your baby is the side of size of a an orange or oh your baby is the size of a watermelon and it gradually tells you you know what is developing in the stages of the month and so there's stages and there's a whole um universal law that that the lord creates there's just certain things that you cannot reverse like there's never going to be someone who gives birth and then becomes um in labor it's just it's backwards and so the lord is saying who has heard such a thing and then he goes on to say who has seen such things shall the earth be made to give birth in one day or shall a nation be born at once well a nation is never born at once it takes many many years it takes time it takes reproduction it takes growth and the spreading of you know word and and of people coming and going and and gathering and creating you know a whole nation and so the lord is saying that for some that you know we want our purpose to just happen you know right then like it's basically like saying I want to give birth to a male child, but I don't, you know, want to have labor and I don't want to give birth or, you know, just give me the male child and then I'll worry about the labor and then I'll worry about the birth or just give me the nation and then I'll worry about it being born. And so the Lord is saying that there's a structure, there's a universal law in play that that cannot be removed and when it comes to your purpose this is the same thing and then he goes on to say um shall i bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery says the lord shall i who cause delivery shut up the womb says your god and so what he's saying here is your purpose your purpose, God has given you your purpose. So he's basically saying, if he gave you your purpose, will it not come to pass? Because if he gave someone um, the chance to conceive, he's saying, shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb? Shall I bring the time of birth and not cause delivery? Why would the Lord bring you to a birth thing and then not cause delivery? Why would the Lord cause delivery but shut your womb? So there's some doubt that's going on with you and your purpose. You're not, you know, you're you're not seeing um what you want to see right now, you know, you're you're doubt, you're doubting it. And so the Lord is saying, you know, if I told you that this was going to happen, it's going to happen. And and there's some things that that have to to come to pass um, while you're you're in your purpose and discovering your purpose and creating your purpose. And so if you go down, it says, 
Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with her. All you who love her, rejoice for joy with her. All you who mourn for her, that you may feed and be satisfied with the consolation of her bosom, that you may drink deeply and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. So there's a process that there's waves of emotions that you go through discovering and walking into your purpose. It says, you who mourn for her. Eventually, someone gets tired of working a nine-to-five, and they're mourning, and they're just wondering, and they're just craving to know, what is my purpose? There has to be something more than working this nine-to-five. You know, there has to be something more than the situation that I'm in right now. I'm in, you know, a domestic um, relationship. There has to be more. This can't be, this can't be all my, my life is about. You know, you're struggling with sickness. Why? This can't be all that my life is going to be. And so there, there's, there's a mourning that happens in the process of discovering your purpose. But there's also something that happens when you do discover your purpose. It says that you may feed and be satisfied, that you may drink deeply and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. Your purpose will bring glory to your life and glory for the Lord. It will bring um, a satisfaction and it will feed that hunger that you had inside of you when you were mourning for your purpose, when you were wondering what it was. It will feed that satisfaction. You will be satisfied. You will be delighted. You will rejoice. Rejoice for for joy with her. Rejoice. You will rejoice with your purpose. You will be happy with your purpose. But there's a process that the Lord has to take you through. You don't just have a son. You have to go through the conceiving of it, the making of it, the conceiving of it, the process of it growing, the process of the birthing pains, the process of the giving birth to, the opening of the womb, the delivering of the child, the delivering of your purpose. There's a process that the Lord has to take you through with your purpose. And unfortunately, with purpose, it's not as direct as an actual birth. It's more like the creating of a nation. You don't know how long it's going to take to create a nation. But for birth, you know, typically it's going to be nine months to until you, you know, are ready to give birth to your baby. And so for some of you, I just feel like it's been so long and you're starting to question and you're starting to wonder, you know, um, is this ever going to happen for those who have discovered your purpose that the Lord has for you? You're just wondering, is it ever going to happen, you know? And so I want this to be encouraged. The Lord wants this to be encouragement for you to know that it's happening. It's in his timing. And there's some things, there's some processes, there's some steps, there's some universal law, there's order that has to be taken place in your purpose specifically and for those who are wondering what your purpose is I want you to know that 
um, you have to seek God because God is saying that he's ha- he has given you your purpose. And so when you do walk into knowing what your purpose is, I don't want you to be discouraged because at first we mourn. We mourn and we wonder what is our purpose. And then we figure out what our purpose is and then we're very excited. We have this fresh joy, this fresh excitement, this fresh just will to to walk into your purpose. But as time goes on, you know, you may not see results for years and you you start to question, is this my purpose? And the a really good example that the Lord just brought into my mind is um I don't know if you have Netflix but if you do I encourage you to watch the Colin Kaepernick um TV or his show series I think it has like four or five or six episodes in it um but it's explaining you know the process that he had to take to even become in the NBA and it got draining and tiring for him he went to so many different tryouts and got so many different rejection letters and everyone was telling him that he should do baseball and he had to push through because the Lord placed his purpose in his heart he knew that football was his purpose he knew it he had this sense about it and so it was up to him he could have gave in to what people were trying to get him to you know what made sense in the earthly realm it made sense for him to accept these scholarships for baseball but in his mind in his heart the lord had placed the purpose of him to become a football player and imagine if colin kaepernick never you know follow through the process and the steps and the universal laws that the Lord had to take him through to get to his purpose. I I really believe that one of the reasons why the Lord wanted to to bring Colin Kaepernick into football is to shed a light on the football. Um I don't even know what I'm trying to say. The football, um, you know, it's a whole system. The football, um, Lord, yeah, I guess system. The football system. And so a lot of people were very offended. And mostly, can I say, white people were offended by the fact that he compared NFL to slavery. And their main thing was, oh... Well, you get paid for that. You know, it does not matter. Money does not mean anything. It's the principle and the morals of everything. And so they demoralize these men and they just use them as, you know, tools. And so Colin Kaepernick brought that to light of how, in a way, it is like a form of slavery. As well as him kneeling and standing up for black equality so many people were offended by that and i just want to say in the world that we're living in oftentimes the right things are going to offend many people jesus offended so many people and they were people in high positions you know you had president trump 
calling Colin Ka- uh, Kaepernick, you know, um, a disgrace. And so many high up people, you know, he got kicked out of the NFL for doing this, for standing up for black equality. They could not see the deeper meaning of, of why he did this. They said it was disrespect, just like the Pharisees said that Jesus was disrespecting religion. But really what Jesus was doing was questioning and bringing to light everything that was wrong about that system, just like Colin Kaepernick was. But what I what I really want to, to get in, the main purpose of that is that it was not easy for him to get to that spot. And even after he got to that spot, it was hard. He got pretty much, you know, cast aside. He got kicked out of the NFL. So many people, you know, talked down on him, ridiculed him, judged him. And not a lot of people came to his defense. And that was the same with Jesus as well. Not a lot of people came to Jesus' defense. He was cast out. And so your purpose is not always going to be easy. His purpose was not always easy. He had to go through so much rejection to even get to the point of becoming in the NFL. And imagine if the Lord would have said, you know, you're going to get kicked out of the NFL. He would have been like, this is all for nothing. This is another reason why the Lord keeps our future hidden from us. Because if he were to give us it all at once, man, I, I feel like a lot of us would cop out. We wouldn't even want to deal with it. But it's a process, and it's revealed one chapter at a time. And it's like a puzzle piece that's getting put together by the Lord. And so he really just wants you to know that it's a universal law. Like, you cannot have a male child and then worry about giving birth and then worry about the labor pains no 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 you have to go through the labor pains give birth and then you have the child in your hands you have your your purpose in your hands but it's a process there's birth there's delivery and there's ultimately what it's carried in the womb And so the Lord is saying that it's a process. Don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. Don't lose your determination. Don't let the world talk you out of what you know. You may not be seeing the results, but if you know in your heart that this is your purpose, that God specifically planted this in your soul, in your spirit, in your mind, in your heart, in your very essence, then you continue to reach forward and you continue to reach for the goal because the Lord is saying that although you mourn for the purpose, although you have to go through some labor pains, although you have to go through the process, that you will rejoice for joy with all, of, with all that you will feed and be satisfied, that you will drink deeply and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. And so now, you know, Colin Kaepernick, he is financially stable. He's able to reach out to others. He's able to help. He's able to shed a light 
on things that have been in the dark. He is walking in his purpose. He is abundantly blessed. He has joy. He has peace. He's drinking from his purpose. He has a beautiful wife. He has a beautiful life. And no, it was not always good. It was not always easy. It has been hard. It has been laborious. It has been painful. But ultimately, the purpose has been delivered. It It is there, just like with Jesus. You know, Jesus, his purpose was very painful. He had three years of ministry, and then he was literally beaten mocked, betrayed, crucified. Imagine someone putting a nail through your wrist and both of your ankles connected together and you're you're hanging there till the death. And even on him hanging there after being brutally beat, a crown of thorns on his head, Everyone mocking him, saying, if you're the God, then then stop this. If you're the Savior, if you're the Messiah, then stop this. Even now, people don't believe in, in Jesus. A lot of black people are being led astray, and they don't believe in Jesus. They believe that it was created by the white folk, as they say. People, they just, they don't have enough proof that Jesus is real. They just can't believe this this crazy story you know there's there's people who just don't believe in him and even then as he was dying on the cross he died for everyone's sins he knew that some people would never believe in him and and never come to him though and even then he said father forgive them for they know not what they do after they just beat him crucified him mocked him he had the type of love and 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 grace that he was able to say forgive them for they not know what they do but i want you to know that even jesus had his doubt he said father if this cup can pass from me please take it he did not want to go through that i don't think anyone in their life would want to have to have that to happen But he did it because he knew he was serving his purpose. And his purpose was not always beautiful. It was actually very, very dark and very, very evil and very, very sad and very, very painful. But he rose and he's free and he reigns and he dwells and his spirit is everywhere throughout the land. And he creates miracles and he creates healing, and he gives people peace and joy, and he is free, and he is in heaven with the Father, and he is at peace, and nothing that he went through matters anymore because he served his purpose. Same with Colin Kaepernick. Nothing that happened to him growing up and and having to, you know, really push through into his purpose to become a football player, none of that pain matters anymore. None of that pain matters when he knelt, when he took that chance, when he took that moment of bravery and nilled and and got cast out. None of that matters anymore. 
what matters is that he's walking in his purpose. And so I pray that this encourages you because this is definitely, you know, an on-time word for someone. And even for me, you know, I understand that I'm not going to always get views on my podcast. I'm not always going to get a lot of views on my on my YouTube videos. I'm not always going to get a lot of support. I'm not always, you know, it's not going to happen right away. It's about sowing and keep on and continuing and continuously continuing so that way I can walk in my purpose. It gets draining, you know. Sometimes I just feel like, you know, it's hard to hear from the Lord. And that, that those moments, I have to decide, am I just going to sit there and allow that? Or am I going to push through and get this word from God? And so that's what I've been having to do. That's what Colin Kaepernick had to do. He had to push through. He felt defeated after getting rejection letter, rejection letter, rejection letter after rejection letter. He felt defeated growing up in, a, in an adopted home, you know, by two white people who loved him, but they still had their racist tendencies and they were blind to a lot of it. And so he had to deal with that outcast and, and that hatred from other white people. And, and so he had to push through and he had to keep going and that's what I have to do too that's what you have to do that's what Jesus had to do he said father take this cup from me but he had to push through that and and do the father's will and walk into his purpose and it's not easy and 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 that's a lie from the enemy that if you are in God that that it's just all of a sudden going to be easy it's not ever going to be easy. Life is hard. That's just the way it is. That's just the facts. That's just the universal laws. That's just how it played out. Look at birth. Birth is not easy. Some women, it's miserable to their bodies. It drains them. And I know some women are very happy pregnant. They love being pregnant. But the birthing process is not easy. The labor pains is not easy. If you genuinely think about giving birth, it just seems unrealistic. It just seems like, is that really how we have to bring life into the world? Like, you really have to have these contractions and these pains and this throwing up and morning sickness and, and you know... Um, all these certain different things that, that pregnancy you have to go through, pup syndrome, which is, you know, the swelling of uh, water fluid in your, um, your ankles and, and feet and legs. There's, you know, stillborns. There's just so much. Women can die from giving birth. And if you think about it, a child, a live human being, is inside of a stomach that's filled with fluid. And then a woman has to push out a baby out of their vagina. And I'm just being real, you know. I'm 
You just have to be real in this generation that we're in. There's no more sugarcoating nothing. You have to push a baby's head, shoulders, and it just seems so unrealistic. Like, is that really how we have to bring a baby into this world? And there's C-sections, the cutting open, the, the removing the womb, the, the womb, the sack, the baby out of the sack, um, the umbilical cord, the cutting of that. It just, it seems so unrealistic. It's so raw. It's so painful. It seems unrealistic that there's animals who hunt on other animals and they have to defend for themselves and defend their life and survive. And there's seasons of drought and there's seasons of, of cold. And and it just seems so unrealistic. It just seems so like that's really what animals have to go through. This is life. Your purpose is not going to come easy. Nothing comes easy. Don't believe that lie from the enemy. Anything that's easy is not worth it. It brings even more pain. And don't get me wrong. There's a grace that God gives us that makes us be able to bear it. There's a grace that God gives us that he makes us to be able to bear it. Because when you look back on some of the things that you had to go through, I bet you think, how in the world did I make it through? How did I do that? I think to myself, how did I fly out of a car and land on the other side of the freeway and have a hole in my leg and have a slip disc? And, you know, how did, how did I go through that car crash? I, I just can't imagine it. It just seems so crazy and and unreal it seems so surreal that I had to go that I went through that it was the grace of God that allowed me to make it through that it was the grace of God I think to myself how did I wake up early in the morning seven o'clock a.m go to go to my first job get off at four go to my second job at five get off at eleven and then wake up all over again. It just... I personally, I can't do that. But I, God gave me a grace during that time where I was able to do that. There's just certain things where you look back on your life and you think, how did I even get through that? That is the grace of God. The grace of God helps us get through these things. He gives us peace in the storm. And so I want this to encourage you. The Lord wants us to encourage you that there's a process. But it is a beautiful, painful process. And it's all leading you slowly, piece by piece, to the puzzle. It is slowly leading you to your purpose. Eventually, you are going to be walking in your purpose. And so hold on to that. Hold on to that, that you're going to be walking into your purpose and you're going to be living in it. And your purpose is great. It has great purpose to it. 
it has great glory to it. Jesus' purpose freed us all from going to hell. If we choose to believe in God, if we build our relationship with him, it is a promise that we will have everlasting life with him. That we will be in heaven, which is nothing like this world. It's the opposite of how it's painful and how it's hard. It's going to be amazing and blissful, and it's going to be like paradise. But he had to go through that. He had to go through that. It was a great purpose that he had. Colin Kaepernick. Many people can't understand Jesus' purpose. They don't believe in him. They think that we're fools. They don't. They just don't. They can't. They're blinded. Their hearts are hardened. People can't understand Colin Kaepernick. Why did he know? Why did he disrespect the flag? Why would he say that the NFL is like slavery? People just can't see. But the people that can... It's so impactful. It's so life-changing. It's so beautiful. It's so godly. It's amazing what the purpose does. It brings glory. It brings light to darkness. It brings knowledge and wisdom. For some, it brings saving lives. And so, the Lord definitely, you know, told me, I got the green light, I covered everything, we're almost 34 minutes in, and that was just the Holy Spirit flowing, you know, and and I thank Him for this word, because it's been hard, I had to push through to even get this, but I'm I'm so thankful. I feel so rewarded. Even if just one person listens, I just feel like, gosh, I did that for that one purpose. I feel fulfilled after emptying myself out in this message. I feel filled up. I pour myself out. God pours into me. God pours into me. I pour myself out to you. And so it's just beautiful what he's doing. And I'm just so thankful. And I'm just so thankful for this purpose. And it was not easy. I had so many nights where I would I would cry and I would say, God, what am I doing here? What's my purpose? I would be tormented. I would see other people, you know, straight out of high school. Boom, college, boom, got their degree, boom, living in their life, boom. You know, they straight out of high school, you know, management. They're in their career. They know what they're doing. It was so hard for me. It was so hard for me to figure out what my purpose was. But I know now that it was worth that. None of that matters anymore because... I finally figured it out. And no, I don't get paid for it. And no, I don't get as many views as I see myself getting. I'm not doing what I see myself 
doing in the future. But I'm, I'm slowly walking into it. Slowly, piece by piece, it's coming together. And so I hope that I can be a testimony for you. That, you know, the people that I shared in the story, Colin Kaepernick, Jesus, let us be a testimony to you. I'm a real life person. I'm not, you know, some famous person. I'm not Colin Kaepernick. I'm not known by the world. I'm just a little old me. But if my testimony can help you, then I did my job already. If God were to not wake me up in the morning and I were to go to heaven, I would feel very complete with myself that I got this word out. That's how knowing I am in my soul that I'm doing this. But there's process, there's a process, and there's steps, and there's universal laws that I had to go through to get to here, and that I'm still continuously going through. And that's the same with anyone else. You just have to push through. You just have to keep going. You just have to feed your faith and starve your fears. You just got to keep swimming, like Dory said. (laughs) But for real. So, I love you guys. I'm so blessed if you listen to this all the way through. I know that God definitely is going to water this seed that I just planted. And it's going to take root and it's going to, to blossom and be fruitful in your life. And you will walk into your purpose. And you will be joyful. And you will be satisfied. And you will be delighted. And you will rejoice. And you will drink in the abundance of what your purpose is going to bring for you. God loves you guys so much. Peace, love, and blessings.